Welcome to the Scale and Exit Show. I am your host, Judge Graham, and today I've got a new friend, Jim DeBetta. Did that, I say that correctly? That's good, man, with a little emphasis. I like that. DeBetta. Nice. <laughs> so as you guys know, every week I'm bringing great guests, and today is no different. I'm going to read Jim's background here in a second, but I think you're going to be fascinated. I mean, if you ever had an idea and you're like, how the hell do I execute it? I've got the guests that we're going to talk to. So, Jim, before we get going, let me read this amazing bio real fast here. Jim is a product development and retail commercialization specialist. Uh, and he's helped thousands of inventors to get their products into the world's largest retailers. Um, and he has an affiliation with Shark Tank by having worked there uh, as a VP for one of the Sharks. Jim is known nationally as a trusted coach, mentor, to thousands of inventors and entrepreneurs, right? So everybody listening here that is an inventor and entrepreneur, this is the guy. He knows how to take new ideas from scratch on a napkin to selling the final product to major retailers worldwide. Did I get that good? Is that good? Yes, Your Honor. And <laughs> I have to say, look, you know, I, I listen to your, your podcast and, you know, I, we see each other online, particularly Facebook, and I'm like, I got to get on this guy's show because – you know, you do, you keep it real and people need to hear that. There's a lot of, look, there's a lot of great inspirational stuff online and quotes, yeah, yeah. but look, we all know that at the end of the day, you got to execute on what is being said, but more importantly, you know, you got to get past all that stuff and really understand how to move things along. And so your show is very like, like I'm from New York. It's very New York. Like it's very real. It's down yeah. to earth, like in your face kind of in that way. And I think people need that more than ever today. Well, yeah, I appreciate that, Jim. And, you know, it, it's true. I mean, because and I want to get into this. and I want to talk about the commitment, right? But, I mean, I know from personal experience, you know, uh, my wife has all these great ideas. And, she, you know, we're, she's in bed. She's like, wakes up. She goes, hey, I wonder if this exists. How do we go about doing that? Or how do we execute something like that? So I'm super excited to talk to you today because I personally don't know how to do that. So walk us through from – hey, I've got something on a napkin to making money. Like, what are those, I mean, you don't have to belabor it, but I mean, you know, that's what you do, right? I mean, people pay you, I've got an idea, you know, I don't, you know, whatever an idea is, you know, I, I'm trying to make up something right now, right? I don't have a good idea, <laughs> but I would have that idea and I would call you up and you'd say, yeah, that idea sucks or it's great and here's how we do it, right? Right, well, first of all, everyone's an inventor. I mean, yeah. kids. Old people, young people, man, woman, it doesn't matter where you're from, what right. you do. It seems like every day when I tell people what I do, they say, you know, I, I had an idea for something. I mean, that's how every conversation starts. And, yeah. and really, it's really not difficult, Judge. I mean, really what you do is you just have to look at the set of steps that it takes to get a product to market. And yes, I'm not going to go through them all because it would take a while. But in short, I mean, the first thing you have to do is you have to make the decision to act upon the idea because a lot of people come to me mm. and say, you know, Jim, I see that, you know, you're working with this product or that product. And, you know, I thought of that idea five years ago, 10 years ago, 20. And I'm like, look, the difference between you and that person who's being successful with it is they took action. Yeah. You didn't take mm. And today with the internet, with all the information that's available, forget me for a minute, right? I mean, there's like books like Inventing for Dummies. There's a thousand websites. There's articles. Right. There's experts. There's no excuse for not understanding the basic steps. But the first step, the first thing you have to do is you have to do a patent search. The biggest mistake people make mm. is they think they have an idea and they go on like Amazon or 
walmart.com wherever and they look for the product and if they don't find it they're like oh look great i could i could make my idea happen they you know they spend money on uh, prototyping the product manufacturing the product they do all these things to find out that whoops you know somebody actually has a patent on it right so that's the first thing you got to make sure that legally it's available and then from after that it's simple it's just so, little so jim like, can anybody do you have to have a license a subscription or can anybody search a patent how does that work anybody can search i mean obviously you know one could argue that if you have a, a patent attorney they they are better at it and that right. that's true but you can go on google patents right. you can go on legal zoom there's um you know the us patent and trademark office website uspto.org right. and you just type in search terms and right. again it's always best to have someone that that knows what they're doing to really double check but sure. if you find 20 things popping up that's that's like what you're looking for you know that's a little kind of red flag that you need to check into it further if nothing comes up you know you might be okay but right. it's really it's not hard to do it takes a couple of minutes really so, so step 1 is the patent what's step 2 well let's assume you're free and clear okay great right. you know you've checked or you with an attorney you're good to go the next thing you have to do is find out how much it's going to cost to make the product and that mm -hmm. means just getting quotes from a product designer, right? You have this idea, you've sketched it on a napkin or a sheet of paper, or maybe you went to like Home Depot or Lowe's and like got some glue and duct tape and made a prototype. People do that all the time. Yeah. But in order for a factory to make it, you got to have blueprints. Like, yeah. a, like a builder for a house has blueprints, right? They don't right. just build houses, they have plans. Right. You need a plan and that's done through software called CAD. And the CAD will allow a factory to look at that blueprint and say, okay, it's going to cost $2 per piece or $5 per piece. But even before that, Judge, the, the bigger thing is you have to decide, and this, this is probably a whole nother show, right? Is whether you want to license that idea that you have mm. to another company to do all that, or if you want to go ahead and develop and sell that product yourself. So once you make that decision, obviously in this case, you're, that you're going to do it yourself, you've got to you know, get that blueprint made. So let's just talk because you know one thing you said that I, I love, and it's, it's the... It's the step in between searching or, or no, this, it's the step in between idea, searching the patent, and then actually getting the blueprint. And that's freaking commitment, man. And that's action, right? So many people go, eh, and they're done at that point, right? They don't, they don't invest in what that is. How much does it even cost to go get a, a blueprint or a CAD? Just so people have well, a perspective. Right. I mean, it, you know, it obviously it depends on the complexity of it. If, if it's a coffee mug, it's cheaper than if you're making a medical device, right? Because it's right. just obvious. But right. I mean, you can get, people get CAD done. I don't know how great it will be, you know, anywhere from a few hundred dollars on up. I mean, typically, you know, it could be a thousand, two grand. It could right. be more depending on the complexity. But you talked about taking action. I think once people decide yeah. to say, hey, I'm going to actually do something about my idea, and they do that patent search, believe me, all of a sudden it starts to snowball, then they get into it. But most yeah. people don't even get to that point because they don't think that they know what to do, yet it's right. easy to understand what to do. Yeah, I bet 99% of people, you know, and I talk a lot, and, you know, I wrote this book, Scale with Speed, right? Yep. So I bet 99% of people don't take that even patent search or get excited. And then from that, no one's moving fast because then at that point it's a race, right? I mean, you got to get your marketing, you've got to get approved, you got to get in the stores, you've got to, you know, beat somebody else. I mean, I guess if you have the patent, you don't have to worry about it, but you know, there's a whole momentum play there that people probably don't take serious. Hold your book up again. 
scale with speed. I mean, it really does. It speaks to the whole situation here. Once yeah. you make a decision, and that's a mindset thing, thinking that you don't or can't get the information you need to understand the steps, which is like the easiest so thing to find on the internet. I bet this would be relevant. So speed is an acronym, right? So it's start with your end game, pick your niche, execute with speed, energize your culture, dominate your top priorities. I mean, you could apply this same acronym to what you do. Well, of course you can. And, and it, it really is true. I think people should read that for that alone. I mean, it, it's, yeah. it is a lot of this business is mindset. It's totally. the technical stuff. I can help them. There's a thousand people that can help them with the technical stuff. Okay. Right. But it's getting in your mind into that, that thought that I got to execute. I got to move. I got to, yeah. I got to be nimble. I got to act and I can't be afraid of everything. I have to leap in, educate yourself, learn what it is that it's going to take and then just do it. I'm telling you more people's ideas die on the vine because yeah, they, they scared, just don't man. move. You know, Jim, I, I, I so I have great, easy, simple frameworks, but the value I bring and it sounds similar to you is I change behaviors and mindsets, right? That's 99% of the game, right? If you can get the right mindset, do the right habits with the right behaviors, your probability of winning becomes astronomical, right? I mean, those are, those are things that are key. Risk and reward to me is a big thing. Yeah. Real quick, here's how I explain that to people. People come to me and say, Jim, I have an idea. I don't know what to do next. Okay, click on my website. There's a 12. To take those steps, then all they have to do is understand that now they have confidence to know what those steps are and they can advance the, the big people. They're there. But once they know that, and you know, then it's, well, will the product be successful in the marketplace versus, but it will get it done. It can be done. This isn't, it's not rocket science, really. Right. Yeah, so <clears throat> talk about what you're, uh, I mean, is there a favorite product that you've invented or a story, you know, relative to Shark Tank or something you could share with the audience? Because, you know, I want them to reach out to you um, with their ideas and, and hire you as a mentor or a coach to help them go through that. But, you know, it'd be great to hear, you know, what's something you're super proud of or that you guys took to market so they can get some context of your experience. Here's a great example. And yes, thank you. I, I worked with Kevin Harrington as, as his VP when he was on Shark Tank the first two seasons. And that really gave me an inside viewpoint of even deeper of how product development and, and commercialization is. But there's a product out there called FloatEase, F-L-O-A-T-E-E-Z. And okay. basically, you know, you know what a pool noodle is, right? So you know, everyone knows what those things are, right? right? You get them everywhere. People go, oh, kids beat each other with them. You, you sit on them, you blow water, whatever. Yeah. This guy, this guy, Tommy Greenan, created pool noodles with notches. So you could basically build things and connect them, like, like building blocks, right? Yeah, like, like, so you, like you can make ramps. Basically, just like Lincoln Log. So he took an age-old thing, put a different spin on it. Uh, he came it. to me. He came to me, same thing. I don't know what to do. I'm afraid. I'm not, you know, whatever. He, he, he didn't know how to proceed. He did a one-hour consult with me. 
He then went away. He's like, Jim, this is awesome. I learned what I got to do. He disappeared. Six months later, he comes back. He goes, I'm ready now. I'm ready to go. I, I, I made up my mind. I'm, I can do this. We are getting into every retailer under the sun. We're having a banner year with this product this year. It's just one example of many. A lot of that was the mindset. He got some knowledge. He, he, then he, I walked him through everything he needed to do. I've been there for him the whole way. Now we get his products in a, is going into a bunch of major retailers. We just signed some big, big retail deals for 2019 and 2020, believe it or not. Wow. And this guy's ecstatic. And it's all because he decided to say, hey, I got a great idea and I'm going to go for it. And he did. And now it's paying off. Man, what a great story. And, you know, more than likely, it sounds like, and I don't know his past, but this is life changing probably for him financially, I would assume. Right? Yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he's forever grateful. But, you know, he works hard. It's not like I'm doing all the work. It's a partnership. I mean, right. I, you know, I could dispense all the advice and, and offer all the assistance I can, but if you don't have that other person digging in, doing the work too, it doesn't work. Right? It's not my company. It's right. his company. So I yeah. can advise him as to what he needs to do. But he gets up every day. He's motivated. He knows that it's about speed to market, getting your product out there, you know, before somebody else does. And he works at it every single day. And, and because of that, in great part because of that, he's becoming very successful and he's going to continue to be successful. And he can also do other products now because he knows the process. So that's, a, that's a, an added benefit to doing it once the first time. So, so talk, to, talk to us about the different, yeah, and I love it, right? I mean, it's, and, and that's not a difficult concept, right? I mean, I can't imagine that that's difficult to manufacture or make, but it's compelling and now he's doing it, right? So, I mean, it's the little ideas you come up with. You're swimming around the pool. You see your kids playing. You're like, ding, 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 idea, right? And that's how probably it happened. That's it. That's it. So what's the difference? All the time. What's the difference, Jim, between doing that and versus licensing? Okay, well, yeah. In short, if, if, you, if you do what Tommy did with floaties, he is, he's taking all the financial risk, right? He's yep. paying for the, those blueprints, the CAD files, the proto, you know, the getting prototypes actually manufacturing and, and having inventory. He's doing the marketing. He's paying right. me for the sales and, and all that. But the reward side of that is that he stands to make a lot of money, right? If this, if this does well on the profit margin side, right? So you, you make something for X dollars, you sell it for Y, and that the difference is what you put in your pocket. If right. you license, right? If you license a product, you're basically having another company do all that works. So you assuming you have a patent or patent pending, you now lease or rent your intellectual property to a corporation, right? And so mm -hmm. they are paying for the prototyping, the, the design, the selling, the marketing, everything else. But in exchange, you get a royalty. And that royalty is usually 3 to 5%, could be more or less. You could still make a lot of money that way, but sure. you generally make less than if you go it on your own but there's, there's a lot lower financial risk when you right. start because you're not really spending anything. So, but everyone has a different situation and, and people come to me and say, what should I do? Depends on where you are in your life. Do you want to run a business? Are you, are you retired? You don't feel like doing it. Do you not have the money to right. run your own product business? I mean, who knows? People have their own reasons and I just try to show them the two paths. So Jim, can you help somebody go down that path? Like, hey, I can help you get it licensed. Do you know companies, people that would back things like that? Well, of course. And I've done licensing deals in my own company that I ran years ago in the sport optics business. I, I used to make and, and sell binoculars, telescopes, night vision to 
all every retailer under the sun. Awesome. And so I did licensing deals while running my own business with other companies. So yeah, yeah and, and I can I show people how to negotiate those deals and, and awesome. how to get more out of the deal than the company gets out of the deal, right? Everyone needs to win, but right. you don't want to be taken advantage of and big companies can do that to the little guy. Yeah. So I see a lot of the experience, um, which, which makes total sense, is getting the product, get it into retailers, right? But now we have this, what I call new solopreneur, you know, click funnel, Shopify new world, where you've got, you know, all these guys that are in gals that are 21 years old and, you know, they, they're, they're sourcing a product and they build a click funnel and they're, you know, selling it. This would apply too, right? I mean, you could still make the product and can you do both channels in this scenario where you're selling it direct or not? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, technology is a game changer in this business. When, when I was running my company, I mean, the internet really didn't exist, right? I mean, it was AOL, dial up, all that stuff. When we wanted to sell a product, we, there was only one way. You go to the retailer, you meet in their offices and you sell it to them, right? right. Or a trade show or something. Today, right, websites like Shopify, you can make your own website. You could, right, you could run Facebook ads and promote your product. You right. can go to retailers. You, I mean, I, comparatively, today, it's like a million times easier to right. get into this business than it was. Whereas in some businesses, it can, it can be more difficult or more competitive. No way. Today, there are so many tools at your disposal to succeed that there's really almost no excuse to not have the opportunity to expose your brand and your product out there in the world. Yeah, but I think that um, knowledge base that you have, a lot of these people that understand the tech side, they don't understand the patent side, they don't understand the licensing side, they probably don't understand that there is an opportunity at retail as long as you're not cannibalizing your retail versus your online. There's an Amazon strategy. There's all these things. So I would just see a guy like your, your business now is almost like an octopus, right? I mean, yeah. you have all these different areas now versus where it was, was retail. Now it's retail. It's direct. It's ClickFunnels. It's Shopify. It's Amazon. It's affiliate. It's all those things. Um, which are all lucrative and can make a lot of money. Yeah, make no mistake about it. I mean, it, it, you know, I'm, I'm simplifying the process and, and for our discussions, but it's not, it's not easy. No, I mean, look, no business. Sure. Nothing is. Run. Look, I've been doing this for 25 years or whatever. Right. And, you know, people get a lot of value of, of having me explain to them and, and, totally. and hold their hand, and walk them through the process. It, it, at the very least, it saves them from huge financial mistakes, which is, yeah. right? That, that alone would, is enough of a reason to, to, to talk to somebody that knows what they're doing. But more importantly, I have all the connections. I know all the yeah, right absolutely. service providers. And I know all the retail buyers. I mean, look, you can have a product, but if you can't get in front of the retail buyer, what good is it, right? You got to right. sell it. So I, you know, I make those connections. I know all the buyers. So Huge. I go, hey, Judge, look, you know, I got this great product, you know, and, and we're doesn't have that. and they don't know what to say to the buyer when they get them you right. know when they engage them and I know all the words the lingo yeah I mean like anything that you work so long at you know there's an advantage to people coming to me to get the proper guidance they need to do it right no it's huge I tell people all the time seek out counsel not advice advice anybody can give you right counsel is seeking someone who's been where you want to be or exceeded it and has the relationships and the connections to take you where you need to go. And when it comes to inventing and going to market, that's you. Yeah, no, and I appreciate that. I, I believe that, you know, I am one of those people, one of the top 
people in the business. I, you know, I'm relevant. I keep myself updated on every little thing that's going on. My contacts are current, you know, and just by knowing people like you judge, I mean, people that are influential that, you know, that also engage people to have them understand that this is not just a technical business. It's a, it's an emotional business. It's a business of, of passion and, and, and desire to, to succeed. And, you know, people get caught up in that sometimes and you have to temper their emotions and, and ground them and say, you know, it takes time. It, it takes, there's going to be bumps in the road, but you got to just keep rolling along. You got to keep moving. And if you do, those people that stick with it are the ones that succeed. I see too many inventors give up too early because they get frustrated. Look, I mean, I, I run a business, you run a business. It's not always, you know, easy. No. No. And we have to adapt and change and, you know, to, to conditions as, as they are. And that's, but I, we keep going, right? We get up every day and we keep moving and, and, and working and, and that's how we succeed or continue to, to look to succeed. Yeah, absolutely. There's nothing that you, there's no overnight success, right? So, you know, I hate when somebody says, oh man, you got lucky with that product, right? So if your buddy Tommy becomes a gazillionaire and, you know, there's going to be haters everywhere going, this guy freaking, you know, invented uh, freaking uh, floaties, right? Look right. how lucky he was. Look how easy. Nobody knows that backstory of fighting for the patent, working with you, getting the retail meetings, putting the sweat and the equity in, the investment, finding the connections, building the CAD, all of that, right, to get to that moment, right? That's what nobody talks about. People have no idea how much work behind the scenes goes on to getting a product on the shelves of a store. Only the people that have gone through it will tell you. And I'll tell you right now, if people like Tommy from Floaties get lucky, it's because they've worked hard. Yeah. Harder, you harder, work hard, the lucky you become. <laughs> you put yourself in, in positions to succeed. I mean, people, some people say it's never luck. And may, maybe that's true. Maybe it's just that you, you know, you're, you're at it every day and opportunities come your way because you're there, you're relevant, you're current. You're, you're, yeah. You know, you push and, you know, right. You, 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 when, you, when you play lotto or you, that's luck, right? You just pick random numbers. That's luck. There's no work involved in that. Right. When you run a business, you don't, you're not lucky. You're, you're working at it. You, your success comes because of the efforts you put forth. Yeah. I tell people all the time, success is done through um, work, timing, and circumstance. Right? And so if those align correctly, you usually do really well. So... <laughs> So, Jim, as we get right. – yeah. go ahead. Yeah, no, I was going to say that's all true. Yeah. All true. So, as we kind of start to wrap here, what, uh, what's one piece of advice? So, people listening or that share this out there, and if you're watching this, please share it, right? Because there's thousands of people that have a great idea and could value from connecting with Jim. So, what, what's, that, uh, what's that one word of encouragement or advice or counsel, right? Let's use the word counsel here that you would give that person? Because I mean, I've been at so many parties that I've hosted or dinners or whatever, and there's always three or four people, man, I got this great idea, right? So that person that says that every two weeks, what's, what's the counsel for them? Um, other than taking action and stop talking about it and actually, you know, yeah. taking the to do something about it. Aside from that, realize that you can't make emotional business decisions. Inventing is very emotional. People come up with ideas. Often it's to solve a problem for themselves or somebody they care about. Yeah. If you have passion, please do. But do not make emotional decisions because usually when you make emotional decisions about your product and you, know, you think your baby is an ugly type of thing, that's when you set yourself up for failure. 
Just yeah. make sure that you, you know, you follow the steps, you, you know, you, you seek advice from others that, that know what they're doing and, you know, it's going to be you know, a little rough and tumble sometimes. Don't get emotional. Just keep pushing through it. And, and again, you'll, you'll put yourself in the best possible position for success. It's great. So Jim, as people listening out here and, and what we'll do is I'd love for you to, once this goes uh, uh, live on the social channels, you know, put your website and everything in the comments and I'll try to add it in the, the upfront, but where's the best place for people to get a hold of you and to contact you? You know, I'd love to say my website, which is my name. It's, it's jimdebetta.com. But I'll tell you right now, I mean, you can't hide anymore. I mean, I'm on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on, you know, Twitter. I'm on, you know, Instagram. I mean, right. my, my, we, I have a, a, a site on a Facebook called We Know Inventing. And that's my primary group. You know, I've got okay, thousands great. of members, thousands of members. And uh, every day I post something educational or slightly inspirational. And, and I try, you know, I don't put pictures of, you know, lettuce and salads and cats and all cute and everything. That's not, that my group is a place for people to get quick bits of information and for the group to share their experiences about inventing and, and getting educated and confidence on, on the process. So that just look me up online, Jim, you'll, you'll find me. I love it. Okay. Well, everyone that's watching this, listen, I know you probably have an idea your family member, your brother, your sister, your partner, somebody, if you're watching this, hit comments below. Myself or Jim will respond. Jim's giving you his information. Please share this, right? Even if you don't have an idea, somebody in your network does and they need to talk to this guy. And if you haven't yet, get the book, scalewithspeed.com. Follow me. All my handles are at Judge Graham. And we'll see you next week.